Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, helping people to take out that head trash, talk some truth to your beautiful self, and transform your mind. So as a hypnotherapist, I work at the level of the subconscious mind, helping people to remove self-limiting beliefs, negative thinking, which we call stinking thinking, or head trash, helping people to create compelling outcomes for themselves. We do that using the tool of hypnosis. When you're in hypnosis, you're awake, you're aware, you're fully in control, thinking thoughts, not asleep, and certainly not under my control. No clucking of chickens, no barking like dogs, unless you're willing to pay for it, and I charge extra for that kind of stuff. Anyway, if that sounds like something you're interested in, stick around to the end of today's podcast, and I'll tell you how to get in touch with me. For now, we're going to talk about today's podcast. The topic is seeing instead of looking. Seeing instead of looking. What's the difference? Well, I'm sharing an experience with you I had uh, just yesterday. I was watching a video of me working with a client at the uh, hypnotherapy college. So they film these things, they call them case histories, and they're used as teaching tools. So I'm watching myself on this video working with a young woman who um, was talking about her job. She, she was, she had a job as a waitress. Um, she had a sport that she loved to play, but she couldn't play it because she had been injured. And I noticed something that I hadn't noticed when I was working with her. And what I noticed is that when she talked about how hard she worked at her job and how she really didn't have a whole lot of time to do anything else, I noticed her eyes got a little red, and she would like purse her lips, right? I don't know if you know what that means, like, you know, like make her lips really tight. And she would do this. She would make this movement, the, 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 what we call crystallization of the eyes, where the eyes look kind of glassy. And then she would do this thing with her mouth. And whenever she talked about her job as a waitress, she would do this became apparent to me at that point that this particular subject, working as a waitress, um, she didn't really enjoy the job, was, was a real challenge for her. But interestingly enough, I hadn't noticed that when I was working with her in person. And the reason for that was because, you know, I'm trying to do hypnotherapy in front of a classroom full of people, and, you know, you only have so much attention. But I did notice it. So what I would suggest to you is I when I was working with her, I was looking at her. When I was watching her on the video, I was seeing her, seeing a little bit deeply into her behavior. I remember the first time I went to the Grand Canyon. It's kind of hard to make of it what it is. You know, you're standing there on the rim and you're looking out and it's just like a bunch of rocks. And I didn't really get it until I started doing river trips 
nine-day, eight-day river trips the length of the Colorado River through the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And you really get the sense of time, like millennia, eons of geological time of this river carving into the earth. And so after doing all these river trips, when I would see the canyon from the rim, I saw it differently. I saw it from the perspective of what water and wind and a river can do. I'll give you another example. I was hiking one time with my cousin. This was back when I was living in Tucson, and we're hiking up at Mount Lemmon, uh, one of the sky islands, they call them, uh, in the southwest. And there's one in Tucson called Mount Lemmon. So we're up there kind of just sitting, eating some lunch. And um, I saw a bird off in the distance flying around. The bird was calling, calling, making a bunch of noise. And I'm just looking at this bird. But all of a sudden, I saw that the bird was in distress. And as I sat there, I realized that what was happening was there was some kind of animal threatening the bird's nest. And the bird, and, and, and another bird, maybe the mate, was circling the nest, trying to chase away the invader. So I went from looking at a bird flying around making a bunch of noise to really seeing what was going on the dynamic that was happening in front of me, which I could have very easily missed because I'm not a naturalist or anything like that. That's the difference between looking and seeing. It's like watching a movie you've watched many times and you know what's going to happen next. And then at some point you start watching how the movie was made. You start asking yourself, why did they do use that shot? What does this music mean right now? Or... Why are they focusing on that part of the character's face and not the other part? And, you know, when you really like movies and you understand something about movies, you not only watch the movie, but you're able to see more deeply into the movie, symbolism, how it was made, different shots that were made, music, and all of that. So the difference between looking and seeing, seeing means looking more deeply into something because so many things are revealed when you seek to see rather than just look. We're not taught to see unless you're trained in an area of specialization, you know, unless you're trained to go look at a dam to see if there's any cracks or, you know, unless you're trained to look at an automobile tire and tell you to be able to tell how good that tire is or how many miles it's got left on it. Unless you've got that special kind of training, everything else you just look at, right? And seeing is something I've really, really had to learn to be good at because in my hypnotherapy practice, people want to be seen. They come because they have challenges, they have problems, there's things they want to accomplish and they seek to be understood. They don't want to be judged, and they don't want to spend a lot of time. A lot of my clients, they don't want to spend a lot of time and energy trying to explain where they're coming from. 
they hopefully want to just get that done with a simple explanation, and it's up to me to really get what they're about. And that video that I watched of me working with a client was a very, very stark reminder. I still need to be better. This video was filmed two years ago, so fairly recent, and, but it reminded me that I still need to be better at actually seeing a person rather than just looking at them. And people want to be seen because if they feel they're being seen, then they can be vulnerable. And so much of what I do involves a client willing to be vulnerable, my clients willing to be vulnerable. So I have to not only see what they're doing with their eyes, I have to really see what they're doing with their mouths, how they're holding their bodies, how they respond to particular words that I say, how they respond to particular words that they say or things they talk about. That's when I can really get into a client's world and that allows me to begin helping them make some transformational changes. So let me ask you a question. Are you looking at your life or seeing your life? Looking at your life means the, you know, SS, what is it? SSDS, same stuff, different day, SSDD, I guess. But what if you were to see your life from a different perspective? What if you were able to look more deeply into your life? What if you were able to see that some of the successes you have now were due to some of the failures you had back then? What if you were able to see more deeply into your life as having some sense of mission or purpose? You know, a life is an incredible thing. The experience of a life is just an amazing miracle. Yet we take everyday living so much for granted, especially in our modern day society where there's so many things to distract us. Can you see more deeply into your own life? What if you were to take a step back and look at your own life, like the arc or trajectory of your life? Would you see something different than you see now? Who was it that said the unexamined life is not worth living? Some Greek person from many, many thousands of years ago. You know, one of the greatest shifts of perception for humanity was when the astronauts took that photo of the Earth floating in a dark black space as a little blue ball. For many humans, this was a huge shift in perception. It really allowed us to be present to the fact that we're just this little round thing floating out there in the middle of nothingness, and we all share a common home. So it was truly, once we could put astronauts up there that could take high-resolution photographs and then send those photographs back to Earth, people got a different perspective of the Earth, and that's when people started really caring more about taking care of the Earth. And then the earth started to be seen as, a, as an organism within itself, in, in which we are a part of that. And I think if there's anything, any part of seeing that's allowed me to really feel joy, it's being able to see more deeply into nature. Being able to see deeply into the sky, into trees, recognizing the different trees I pass, I pass on my walk every morning. 
seeing animals and watching insects to see more deeply into kind of the whole parade of the natural world has been very, very gratifying for me. And it's still a work in progress. You know, very often when things change in our life, it's because we've changed. And a significant part of our own change is being able to see more deeply into things, being able to see things differently. So try a couple of things. Next time you're talking to somebody, give yourself the opportunity to actually see them instead of just looking at them. See the expressions on their face. See the way they use their eyes. See the clothes that they're wearing. See the movements of their hands and arms. See different emotions flashing across their faces. See if you can get a deeper connection to that person and maybe a greater understanding of what they're about. And another thing you can do is when you find yourself kind of bored and sitting around, like waiting in line, pick something, an object, and see if you can look deeply into it. Like if you're in a bank or you're in a supermarket, look up the ceiling. Look how the ceiling is constructed and the lights. And what are all those wires up there? Or look at the floor. Or the tile. And really see if you can open yourself up to the details of life. And this is an experience. It might be kind of difficult to walk around all the time looking at every detail. That would be overwhelming, wouldn't it? But give yourself choice moments to have fresh eyes. So there you go. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Thank you for letting me hear. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, just a little promotional item here. I do offer a complimentary 30-minute phone consultation. If you want to talk about hypnotherapy, how that might be helpful to you and might be something you want to do, Go to tedmoreno.com, click on the contact menu, give me a call. My phone number's up there someplace, and uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about uh, what it is, what it isn't, if it's going to help you, and all the details. And then if you're ready, we can make an appointment for a session. All my sessions are over Zoom or Skype right now. I'm sure you understand why. So check out my stuff on social media, and tedinyourhead.com is my podcast web page. So in closing, we'll leave you with a quote. I really like this quote. It's by Marcel Proust, the author. And uh, this is not the true quote. It's kind of a paraphrasing of the quote, but it works. And the quote is this, the real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. So go out there and see if you can have new eyes. And thanks for tuning in today. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedinyourhead.com. 
www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.